Alright folks, I'm going to start with this article today. Countries along the Belt and Road, what does it all mean? The development reimagined infographic series explores which countries are and aren't signed up to China's flagship Belt and Road Initiative announced in 2013 by Chinese President Xi Jinping. The Belt and Road Initiative has promised new business and development opportunities. Wait, this was announced 2013? When? Wait a minute. When the fuck did the trade towers go down? This was 2001. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Look at this shit. 2001, the two towers went down. 2013, President Xi Jinping. Oh shit. Okay, the Belt and Road announced 2013 by Chinese President Xi Jinping. The Belt and Road Initiative, BRI has promised new business and development opportunities around the world, connecting regions of Asia, Europe, and Africa in large investment and turnkey projects. I'm just saying, oh shit, 2013, because it's 2023. They literally just, they just literally, literally carry out the, their 10-year planned projects, basically. And, and they just follow it <laughs> they even show it they even show us all this shit in their movies man they're not hiding anything from us they show us in the fucking movies what they're gonna do and it's happening we sit on the news and it's happening right now and we're sitting here saying no this is all conspiracy theory we are literally watching the screens the black boxes black mirrors they put for us right to tell us exactly what the story is, and if if you can't take your TV with you, don't worry. We'll, we'll put one in your hand. You can you can put it in your pocket too. This way, we can always control the narrative. What happens when you control the narrative? I mean, come on, this is basic, man. Like <laughs> the motherfucker who is narrating the story is God. That is the Wizard of Oz. That is the shaman. Telling the story inside the cave. <laughs> okay. This is happening right now and we're just standing here with our dicks. We're still jerking off to incest porn in America. Number one category in America, incest porn. <laughs> Fuck it. This, this is where we're at, man. This is where we're at. This is why the rest of the world is going, okay, these motherfuckers have lost it. They have lost it. We adults need to take charge. But BRI isn't solely about infrastructure. People, but BRI isn't solely about infrastructure. People-to-people -people bonds, win-win corporation, and cultural exchange are key elements of this initiative that is aiming to transform development across across Asia and beyond. Look right there, right there. You can you can picture the whole leadership being the mature. Wise, feminine, balanced with the, with the masculine, 
with the with the young energetic masculine you can picture it right there as i fucking read that sentence balance why do these motherfuckers understand that it has to be balanced because they've been around longer monkey that's all it's not that complicated these motherfuckers in the east have been around Older than your grandmother's 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 grandmother. For these western teenagers whose balls haven't even dropped yet, man. They're still sucking each other's dicks right here. Their balls haven't even dropped yet. This is the, this is the psychological level of development the, the world's leadership has landed on. Because uh, this is what happens. This is what always happens. Israel... Was supposed to be the city on the fucking the shining city on the hill, right? Well, this is what this is what Israel has become. Look at Israel. You think that's the that you think <laughs> you think Israel is the is the shining city on the hill right now? This is where we're landed. We are literally living out scars rain on this fucking planet. Ah, man. <clears throat> they even show us in the movie. And the Lion King came out when? I mean, like, god damn. It's like, it's like they literally took our attention and just, just literally fucked us off in the past, like, a decade. Just with all kinds of garbage to distract us. And that's that's basically what they were showing in Men in Black, the flashy, the flashy thingies. There you go, send them off again. Just just send them off, so they don't know what's actually happening. That's all it is, man. You're a point of awareness. And these uh these so-called leaders of the West, the Mad Max, uh patriarch leader who. Eats his own sons, right? Kronos. <laughs> That's the West, man. That's the West. Mad Max. That's the West. Mad Max. Even Mel Gibson. He got Mel Gibson also. <laughs> they got to Mel Gibson also. Now they're gonna get a fucking second movie out of him, man. Jesus is gonna come back and save the world again. Like, god damn, man. Jesus is the lightning bolt, the flashy flash. <laughs> what does that mean? Monkeys. What are they foreshadowing, monkeys? <laughs> the World Bank predicts that if the proposed BRI projects are completed, they have the potential to increase trade along the six economic corridors and maritime roads by between 2.7 and 9.7%. Increase income by up to 3.4 and help 7.6 million people lift themselves from from extreme poverty. This is what I keep saying. If capitalism is the West, Mad Max, Kronos, just, just eating up nature, then, then this thing that they are these these fucking. This thing called uh, socialism or communism that these little fuckers over here are so afraid of because they're still sucking each other's dicks rather than 
understand what a pussy is. Like, that that hasn't even happened yet over here. They are still busy sucking each other's dicks over here. They haven't even sniffed <laughs> what a pussy smells like yet. That's the level of fucking immature masculine energy we're dealing with here because the father figures are, are Biden. The father figure eats the innocence, the young innocence. This is what fuels the Snowpiercer's engine, right? This is the Snowpiercer, the West. It's the Snowpiercer engine, just eating through little children, right? Not giving a fuck. Look, man, they're sh- they they don't even they're not even trying to hide it, man. They tell us, they tell us to show us, and they're they're going, look, man, we're doing everything to tell you. We want to get spanked. We are children way out of line. Just needing some fucking adults to put us back into our place. In our place. Because we're way out of line. That's basically what's happening. That's basically what's playing out. Because it's just energy. We're just reverberations. Reverberations. That's all it is. It's just literally what goes around comes around. Energy went around in a circle. The sun's chariot, right? <laughs> Chariots of fire. I mean, literally, it's playing out on the world fucking map. Go look. I'll put the links to all this. Go look at the fucking map of of the BRI countries lined up right now. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. If they actually had the map right, this this western hemisphere would be on the right side. So the whole map, you would see the horse. Right? And then you see the colors leading up to the what? Greenland. <laughs> the horse's head is Greenland. Where do you think the future is? Hmm? Where do you think the future is? Monkeys? <laughs> uh, come on. Look, man, Europe is basically saying, Yes, yes, Daddy America, we'll, we'll, we'll do everything you say. We're going to freeze ourselves to death. Look, Europe, literally, <laughs> literally, this is so simple, man. India, look, look what India is. If you look at the map with the correct way, the with the horse figure, look what India is, man. <laughs> India is the little pig thing hanging out. Look, man. Which, what is Sri Lanka? <laughs> God damn, man. You can't make this shit up, man. You cannot make this shit up. And basically, Europe, Europe is basically being shat out of the horse's ass. Right? Into the fucking cold. Look. I'm not even making this shit up. You come and look at the fucking map yourself. You come and look at the fucking map yourself and see what's happening. Ah, <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. Australia's gonna probably freeze to death. God knows. <laughs> like, look, man. Even New Zealand. New Zealand at least had the sense, nah, nah, nah. We, we need to, <laughs> we need to survive. We need to, uh, you know, have some sense here. That's why Jacinda stepped the fuck down, right? <laughs> Right, that's all it is, man. These people, man, this is nothing but just... It's just a change of 
characters because this is a new direction the story is going, man. This, that's all. Oh my goodness. I'm just gonna keep reading, man. What else am I gonna do? Fuck it. But of course, the impacts in each participant country are widely varied with equal parts optimism and skepticism for the future of BRI from multiple different stakeholders. In addition, the lack of transparency around what is in or out of the BRI makes it difficult to really assess its impact with any real credibility. Therefore, as part of the development reimagined infographic series, we have produced a series of maps outlining which countries are signed up to BRI memorandums of understanding MOUs to get some simple but clear insights into what this means for each region. At a global, at a global level, the BRI spans around 140 countries. 140 countries. Isn't there only like 192 countries? The 140 countries are some, including China, involving two-thirds of the world's population. Did you hear that? China itself, motherfucker, has two-thirds of the world's population. That's democracy wins right there, West. Like, you guys are still sucking each other's dicks here, man. Playing democracy. While this over here already has the numbers. I mean, come on. Who the fuck is who the fuck is saying this isn't white supremacy then? Come on. They, they won't even read their own books. The Invention of the White Race by Theodore W. Allen. I mean, they even write the books. <laughs> but no, it wasn't on the public school syllabus, right? If you pay the motherfucker for the job, you hold what they do. That's all it is. So who holds the money? The bankers. Right? That's always been the story. The bankers. But yet, in, in, this, in this fucking world, Hollywood has brainwashed all these monkeys into believing greed is good and the bankers are the good guys. Right? So you have... So you have people like Peter Schiff going around saying, Oh no, it's the government. It's the government. The government is the problem. Motherfucker, you guys bought out the government, man. This is what I'm saying. They are not capable of telling the truth here because, well, what am I going to say then? The fucking Lord of the Flies has to grow the fuck up. But they rather play here like little boys still. Sucking each other's dicks. That's basically what they're saying. We would rather have you, we would rather do that, have these young women go off and sell themselves to fucking provide for themselves and become feminists. <laughs> My goodness, man, how far we have fallen. Specifically, this amounts to 61.5% of the Caribbean. 60 ooh 60% of the caribbean hell yeah look man all i want is <laughs> people being able to travel more frequently why if you can do that you don't need virtual reality bro you don't need any of this shit so that zucker pedo zuckerberg here can leech off of your infant's energy fuck these Fucking corporations, man. What is it with 
This, oh my god, man. We would rather walk around with their brands on us. I mean, literally, we are the animal they're branding. We even pay for it. This is how brainwashed this monkey has become. So then you tell me, man. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me, man. Fucking 66.7% of South America, 42.6% of Central America, 100% of the Middle East. Yeah, they've had it with these motherfuckers. They've had it. Why? Because the Middle East was the richest back in the day because they were the middlemen of West and East on the Silk fucking Road. That's why they were the richest. Look at where they had them now, man. Fucking useless. 100% of the Middle East, 97% of Asia, excluding the Middle East, 57.1% of Oceania, damn, I didn't even know that was that much, 51% of Oceania, dang, 72.7% of Africa, and look at this motherfucking Schultzy, you little bastard, you fucking useless piece of shit bastard, look, 56.8% of Europe, Look, man, the men have to stand up. Otherwise, you guys are going to keep taking it. It is interesting to note that two of the BRIC countries, India and Brazil, are not signed up. And of the G7, only one country, Italy, is signed up. Look, even the Italy. Fuck, man. <laughs> even Italy has got their senses because, look, they fall right in between. Look, man, you can look at the map. They know. Next will probably be, what's that? That's uh, Portugal and France are basically, well, I don't think they're going to make it, but what's this thing above here? Is that Algeria? Anyways, basically India is deciding, do we want to stay in or stay out? <laughs> is this dick going to freeze or not? Basically, that's, that's what India is still deciding. We'll see what they decide, man. We'll see. These, these Indians will... Shake their head left and right. Yes, no, yes, no, maybe so. That's their, huh? We'll see, man. Australia. Australia is still deciding, I guess. Well, once they start freezing, they'll start seeing Kali, man. <laughs> no worries, man. Okay. This could indicate a awareness towards China's increasing global presence, and it remains to be seen whether more G7. And the remaining BRIC countries will join China's flagship initiative. Basically, if this was the map, then China is basically like the stomach of the horse. That's why they know, they know hard times are coming. So that's why they're preparing on like these fucking grasshoppers over here. Sucking each other's off. The, the ants, the motherfucking ants are fucking preparing for winter. Motherfuckers, <laughs> motherfuckers, they know because they're older, stupid. You guys suck each other's dick here. Don't worry, man. It's okay. You suck each other's dicks here while the rest of you fucking freeze. They don't give a fuck. We'll keep each other warm by sucking each other's dicks, man. Overall, a majority of the BRI's investment is directed towards transport and logistics, railways and roads which are connecting regions across the world and facilitating international trade. A study of 88 BRI countries in 2018 
estimated that there is U.S. $330 billion of tracked projects in this sector and U.S. $266 billion in the energy and utility sector. Energies and utility sector and... Interesting. However, it is important... It is important to note that some of these projects were initiated prior to the signing of BRI MOUs, so these are likely to be overestimates. In Southeast Asia, the countries with the largest concentration of BRI investment are Indonesia, Cambodia, and Vietnam. The sectors which are benefiting from this investment are predominantly railway and road construction, as well as as well as power projects. However, BRI in ASEAN countries has led to an increase of Chinese imports into Southeast Asia, particularly construction services and related financial services, which risk tilting the balance of trade significantly in China's favor. The key to retaining a balance of trade, which benefits both China and ASEAN countries, is promoting investments that promote value-added industry in these areas to boost the exports of the recipient country. Rishi Sunak, man, good luck, buddy. That's what happens. You sold your skin color, well, they're gonna fucking roast you, man. They're gonna fucking roast you. You, you, sold, you sold yourself, man. That's, that's all on you, man. It is particularly interesting that 100% of the countries in the Middle East are interested in the BRI. The region is strategically important as a crossroads connecting East with West, but it has challenging politics and security. Nevertheless, China has pledged to provide $35 billion in financing and loans to Iran and plans to construct a railway connecting Tehran and Mash Mashhad. Furthermore, China has also recently completed a high-speed railway in Saudi Arabia. China's involvement in and relationship with both of these countries through the BRI is fascinating in itself, and there are varying expert views on which is most crucial. Over the next year, it will be interesting to see how China can manage such tensions whilst continuing to invest through the BRI in the region. And what is America planning to do? They're planning to help them, right? <laughs> obviously, America is such a nice country. They are obviously going to they are obviously planning to go help the rest of the world during this hard time, right? Of course, cuz cuz America is always the good guy, right? Then imagine if America is always the good guy in the movies. Then imagine what these what these directors are doing. Just imagine if if the directors that are making these movies that make America always look like the good guy. Then imagine who these directors are, man. My goodness, man. My goodness. In Central Asia, the BRI initiative is providing the opportunity for landlocked countries such as Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan to increase their trade with China. For instance, the new new Eurasia Land Bridge Economic Corridor. You guys need to come up with just like simpler, catchier names, man, cuz I'm telling you, look, I'm not saying 
I'm saying image is important to a point where you at least need to get the monkey's attention, right? So, at least with that part, the West has figured it out, right? They're, they have, their soft power has reached every monkey on this fucking planet. That's not soft power, man. That's, that's called, <laughs> that's called controlling everything. Image is all there is. That's all. The image is all there is. That's all you can make the monkey do is chase the image. That is it. That's why they fucking care so much about image. Because they understand that's all it is. Monkey see, monkey do. Fucking. For instance, the new Eurasia land bridge... Blah, blah, blah. Connecting China with Europe via Kazakhstan and the China-Central Asia-West Corridor, which links China's Xinjiang province with Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan. The economic motivation of proposed... It's like... It's like you guys have so many words for your names. It's gonna start sounding like LGBTQ+. Keep going. That's what I'm saying. Stick with something and just fucking stick with it. The economic motivation of proposed BRI investment in this region is to bolster support from the continent as well as to open future trade routes by constructing infrastructure servicing the link between China and Europe. Look man, I'm just going to say whatever fuck I'm going to say man because nobody else seems to give a fuck. Everybody else just seems to read from the script. Even the best most popular news reporters are just reading from a script. In Africa, initial BRI signatories were concentrated in East Africa, but have recently extended to cover 40 out of the 55 countries. Hence, to date, a railing connecting a railway connect, connecting Ethiopia and Djibouti and an internal railway in Kenya have been constructed using Chinese financing from financial institutions such as Exim Bank who funded 90% of the Kenyan project, and China Merchant Holdings Limited, with plans to potentially extend this line into Uganda and Rwanda. If the BRI fulfills its promise to provide the required infrastructure and transport links, the opportunity for Chinese factories to outsource their labor-intensive branches to African countries will follow. This could, this could result in the development of African exports to U.S., Europe, and even China of higher value-added manufactured goods rather than commodities. These maps are great. I'm, I'll put the link to all this shit. If you can see it visually, it makes a lot more sense because a picture is worth a thousand words. BRI's engagement with Europe, particularly with Italy and Switzerland in summer of 2019, brought new leases of legitimacy to the, initi to the initiative, as well as demonstrated China's willingness to adjust its approach to the BRI. The motives of Italy's engagement as a G7 member in BRI are both economic and political. The MOU signed by Italy had some specific and different paragraphs to standard MOUs while, const while constituting a step away from Brussels and the EU in Italy's foreign policy. Then, when Switzerland signed 
Its bespoke MOU focused exclusively on triangular corporation or third-party market corporation in the Chinese translation. It demonstrated that the BRI is not simply a development initiative but at, but has the potential to build Chinese and other countries' influence around the world together. Yeah, that was Algeria, basically. The... No, it's Tunisia. Okay, that's Tunisia. Alright, um... Finally, <clears throat> finally, the Latin, the Latin America and Caribbean region has made a recent and significant addition to the BRI, despite the geographical distance from the original Silk Road. China is particularly focused on including Chile and Panama, as the two countries can facilitate the transport of Chinese goods through the Panama Canal and their proximity to both the Pacific and the Atlantic Oceans. One of the major BRI projects in this region is the laying of 20,000 to 24,000 kilometers of subsea fiber optic cable to connect Chile and China. 20,000 to 24,000 kilometers of subsea fiber optic cable. God damn. This immense project demonstrates China's motivation to use Chile as a gateway into Latin America. At a time of strained U.S.-China economic relations, China's growing partnership with America's neighbors will be an area to watch. Final thoughts? For all countries along the BRI, it is important that the infrastructure built in partnership with China draws wider foreign investment to ensure that their trade with China remains mutually beneficial. A lack of established value-added exports has the potential to make many countries vulnerable to diminishing terms of trade with China and others and unmanageable debts from BRI projects. The infrastructure must also be green, built to the highest environmental standards, and leapfrogging fossil fuel-based economic growth. At Development Reimagined, we constantly work with different partners to support the sustainable development of the BRI, both through our bespoke advice, but also through the implementation of green projects across many de developing countries. Our research has deep-dived into the wider context of BRI, such as this piece published on the distribution of Confucius Institutes and people-to-people -people bonds, this speech on creating jobs along the BRI and this analysis of debt cancellations along the BRI. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I have a few more articles I guess I could read. Alright, let me see. Russia no longer at mercy of global elite, Lavrov. Moscow will determine its own external conditions for development, the diplomat said. Western political leaders will no longer have the power to dictate terms to Russia, Foreign Ministry, ministry Sergei Lavrov said on Monday. Speaking with the heads of the ministry's regional offices, the diplomat stressed that Russia will now determine its own needs for development. 
Until recently, a couple of years ago, the external conditions that we needed for development were determined not by us, but by but by the Western minor, minority, said Lavrov. He added that all the foreign policy initiatives promoted by the so-called Golden Billion Group served the sole interesting Golden Billion Group. Never heard of that one before. Served the sole purpose of making sure that the world lives by rules that allow Western elites to continue their colonial policies and live at the expense of others. Therefore, we will no longer rely on someone when it comes to creating the external conditions for the development that we need, Lavrov stressed. Also pledging that Russia will not follow in the footsteps of the selfish West and will take into account the interests of other independent states. According to the diplomat, Moscow, Moscow aims to create external conditions that are as favorable favorable as possible for the development of the country, but stressed that these conditions must also reflect the consensus of all independent states and fully comply with the principles of the UN Charter, which have been repeatedly violated by our former Western colleagues. Just a minute, let me look at something. If this is the map... This is the map, then Israel is like, hmm, well, that's the map, that's the, anyways, okay. During the meeting, Lavrov also noted that the number of countries wishing to join BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and the Shanghai Corporation Organization, SCO. Economic blocks had increased to almost two dozen by the end of 2022. The diplomat noted that the countries wishing to join the alliances, such as Egypt, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Indonesia, Argentina, Mexico, and several, and several African nations, play a very prominent role in their regions. Turkey. Turkey. Not Turkey, Turkey, okay. Just listening just listing the names of these states already shows the shows the failure of attempts of the West to isolate our country, Lavrov observed, adding that the opposite has happened with independent countries now uniting with other like minded states. Yeah, motherfucker, everybody on the playground is growing up except for the West over here still sucking their dicks. Ex-Russian president warns of nuclear ap apocalypse. <laughs> okay. Continued Western support for Ukraine will lead to a collapse and defeat for everyone, Dmitry Medvedev says. The West is endangering the very existence of human civilization by threatening Moscow, former Russian president Dmitry Medvedev. Medvedev has claimed continued support for Ukraine from the US and its allies could result in a nuclear apocalypse he warned a great achievement of the Soviet and Russian leadership in the early 1990s was that it was able to preserve the country's nuclear potential after the collapse of the USSR 
Medvedev argued in an article published in Izvestia newspaper on Monday. The West is delusional if it thinks that after putting the Soviet Union to rest, it will be able to also bury modern Russia without significant problems for itself. By throwing the lives of thousands of people involved in the conflict in Ukraine into the furnace, he wrote. Those are extremely dangerous misconceptions, added Med Medvedev, who is now the deputy chair of the Russian Security Council. If the issue of the very existence of Russia is raised seriously, it won't be decided on the Ukrainian front. It will be decided together with the issue of the further existence of the entire human civilization, he warned. The U.S. and its allies, who continue to pump Ukraine with weapons and prevent all attempts to restore peace talks between Moscow and Kiev, refuse to understand that their goals are bound to lead to a total fiasco, the defeat for everyone, a collapse. An apocalypse when the former life would have to be forgotten for centuries until the smoky debris ceases to emit radiation, the former president said. Russia will not allow this to happen, Medvedev wrote. He noted that the West and its satellites represent only 15% of the world's population, 1515, while the rest of the world is greater in numbers and a lot stronger. The calm power of our great country and the credibility of its partners are the key to, to preserving the future of the entire world, he concluded. During the conflict in Ukraine, Russia warned that it was ready to use its nuclear arsenal in the event it faced an existential threat from nuclear or conventional weapons. However, Moscow denied Western claims that it was planning to deploy nuclear weapons on Ukrainian territory. Basically, Russia is uh, John Wick, right? That's basically what America's trying to trying to do, right? Keep prodding the bear, motherfucker. Keep prodding the bear. It's like it's like watching some of these videos on 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 social media where you see these kids going up and like hitting dogs, horses, cows. And I'm just thinking I'm just thinking like would this I'm thinking I'm I'm wondering is this normal behavior or is this because humans have just become so that we're so far gone that so there's a bunch of them where the where the kid gets hit I've seen with my own fucking eyes this videos a video where a kid maybe I don't know maybe 5 years old Goes up, starts fucking around with with a horse, and I'm saying you don't go fuck around in the back of a horse, man. Or was it was it a horse or a bull? Anyways, a cow. Anyways, the kid keeps going, keep prodding it, and finally, motherfucker got kicked. He got kicked in the fucking chest, man. He he flew back like twelve feet, six feet. Okay, a fucking toddler got hit. 
by a horse, I think, in the chest. And then, <laughs> and then the parents go, really pick the fucker up. He's still crying. He gets up. I'm thinking, we, we're, we're cartoons, man. <laughs> I think we're cartoons. Unless, you know, unless he's got internal bleeding and his organs inside are completely shattered, probably. I'm just like, this is the reality we're in now. This, anyways. U.S. markets are now in death zone. Morgan Stanley. This is what I'm saying. Either either all this is just, look, man. (laughs) Look, man, like, either all this is just, made up it's a it's a puppet show that the elites are putting on for us dummies i mean what are we gonna do anyways like either that's the case or or i don't know man because it it, all this shit seems to be happening in real time and i'm just saying like we're just sitting here and just watching this and I don't know, man. Okay. The bank's chief analysis expects the benchmark S&P 500 to slump sharply. When was this released? Yesterday. Okay. U.S. stocks have soared to unsustainable highs and could crash 26% within months, Morgan Stanley's top strategist has warned. In an analyst in an analyst note the bank's chief US equity strategist Mike Wilson said the current level of stock valuations could be compared to the death zone a term in mountaineering describing an altitude so high that climbers do not have enough oxygen to breathe yeah that's what i'm saying look biden that's biden right there man He's in the death zone. Motherfucker's in the death zone. His brain's not functioning enough properly because he's not getting enough fucking oxygen. Many many fatalities in high-altitude mountaineering have been caused by the death zone, either directly through loss of vital functions or indirectly by wrong decisions made under stress or physical weakening that lead to accidents, Wilson wrote. Like literally, there's been times in my mind where I have seen Biden, images of Biden basically floating around in his office with a whiskey cup in his hand. He's be- every time I see this image, he's he doesn't have feet. He's floating. He's floating, motherfucker. And he's got a whiskey cup in his left hand to go refill. That's the old, that's the image I see, just him just going back and forth, just floating. He doesn't even have real legs. He's just floating. Anyways, this is a perfect analogy for where equity investors find themselves today and quite frankly where they've been many times over the past decade, he added. The metaphor indicates the excessive levels that stock prices have climbed to since the start of this year. Wilson suggested the S&P 500 could tumble to 3,000 points within months, down about 26% from current levels 
saying that it's time to head back to base camp before the next guy down in earring earnings. Before the next guide down in earnings. Okay, the gr the grim forecast follows what many analysts have called the worst year for the stock market since the 2008 financial crisis. All three indexes tumbled in 2022 with the Dow Jones Industrial Average ending in the year down 8.8% while the S&P 500 sank 19.4% and the Nasdaq composite plunged 33.1%. The bear market rally that began in October from reasonable prices and and low expectations has morphed into a spec into a speculative frenzy based on a Fed pause pivot that isn't coming, Wilson's latest note said. Yeah, the Fed is just doing what the Fed does, man. It's just taking orders, man. Fucking, do you think the Fed does anything? They just take orders, man. Fucking, this, the strategist has repeatedly warned that the market rally won't last as he expects inflation to prove stickier than many other economists for, forecast, forcing the U.S. Federal Reserve to hike rates in order to bring soaring prices under control yeah this is a horse carriage and they lost the brakes man these these horses ain't stopping man they're gonna fall off a cliff fucking wells fargo logo is going down a cliff man iran still wants to kill trump top general says oh boy trump i hope you're ready man they just keep coming after you the country hasn't given up on targeting the former u.s president and top officials behind the assassination of qasem Soleimani. tehran is still seeking to assassinate former u.s president donald trump his secretary of state mike pompeo and other officials responsible for the 2020 assassination of qasem Soleimani, amirali Hajizade, the head of the Revolutionary Guards, IRGC, Aerospace Force, said on Friday. Look. Look, man. <sighs> Actions have consequences. This is all energy. What goes around comes around. I mean, what did you expect? The top general made the remarks as he unveiled a new cruise missile said to boast a range of 1,650 kilometers, 1,025 miles. We hope we can kill Trump, Pompeo, retired U.S. General Kenneth McKenzie, and the military commanders who gave the order, Haji Zadeh stated. Look, man, these these guys just don't, they just don't seem to get it, man. And I'm saying, th these fuckers in D.C. just don't understand what they're doing. They just, bunch of, my goodness, man. This is what happens, this is what happens. This is what happens, man. Iran's top general, Qasem Soleimani, was killed in a U.S. drone strike on January 3rd, 2020 while visiting Iraq's capital, Baghdad. Then-President Trump repeatedly bragged about personally commissioning the attack, insisting it came in retaliation 
for the alleged attacks on U.S. personnel across the region purposely staged by the Iranians. Top officials in Tehran have repeatedly pledged to avenge the assassination of Soleimani, threatening to kill Trump and others behind the strike. At the same time, Iran has been pursuing a more legal route to punish the culprits, repeatedly requesting that Interpol assist in catching Trump and nearly 50 other U.S. officials whom it believes to be linked to the strike. Good luck, America. Good luck, America. I mean, your leaders are pedo-billionaires, man. Your leaders are pedo-billionaires. And Obama was the best trained dog, man. Obama was their best trained dog. What do you think is going to happen, America? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. From you shall reap what you sow. From that simple fact of how energy in this universe works. Even Newton said every action has an equal and opposite reaction. What goes around comes around. It's just energy. It's like, what do you think's going to happen? Fucking Joffrey just doesn't know when to stop, does he? Joffrey doesn't seem to know when to stop. It was not immediately clear from the remarks of Haji Zadeh whether Tehran seeks to eliminate all the Americans it had previously sought to arrest with the help of Interpol. The organization, however, had, had rejected such requests, citing its charter as prohibiting it from undertaking any intervention or activities of a political, military, religious, or racial character. Fucking Peter Pan here, don't know when to stop. Elon Musk dubs 2014 Ukraine regime change a coup. Look man, at least this, this billionaire is at least starting to like understand, okay man, I need to be on the people's side, otherwise they're going to eat us alive. This is Elon Musk just might end up turning out to be Batman. Maybe. Maybe he can be one of the good guys. Maybe. Who knows? We shall see. The billionaire described Viktor Yanukovych's election as dodgy, but said the coup was beyond question. Maybe Elon Musk is Bruce Wayne. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he could be one of the good guys. Twitter CEO Elon Musk polarized his followers with a tweet declaring there was no question that the 2014 change of government in Ukraine was a coup. Look, like I say, it's about hearts. It's about winning hearts. Okay, some of these billionaires just—they—you just need to make their heart beat again so that they can use their money for good. Okay, that's all it is. You can have these motherfuckers on your side. It will make life much easier, <laughs> faster, right? Instead of just everybody just fighting all the time. How about we say, "Look, man." This is what we're trying to do. This is what you have. This is what you have. This is what... It's like... I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be the same fucking story. Is all I'm saying. On Saturday, the billionaire tweeted that while the election presumably referring to the 2010 
vote that elected Viktor Yanukovych president was arguably dodgy, what followed was indeed a coup. The tweet was a response. I mean, I don't know, like, why this is a big deal, because everybody already knows this. But anyways, anyways, the tweet was a response to a post from user Kanekoa the Great that featured that featured the front page of an article by University of Chicago pro- professor John Mersheimer, titled "Why the Ukraine Crisis is the West's Fault." Look, even now they they cannot help but plug, plug, plug. This is what I'm saying. Every motherfucker in the West is about plugging what they've done, their work, their books. This is like, god damn, man. Any fucking reference for a, a, a fucking fact or whatever in a book is just another plug. <laughs> That's all it is. This group of people have this library which says this story. And it's like every time you want to check it out. You have to pay. Anyway, whatever. Dating from 2014, the piece subtitle. And John Mearsheimer, he calls himself a realist. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? What the fuck? Like, compared to what the fuckers over here living in fantasy land because they drank all the Kool-Aid? I'm a realist. Fuck it. The rest of the world is, is your uncle dead, man. If you're a realist, the rest of the world is your uncle, Mr. John Mearsheimer. Fuck me, man. Dating from 2014, the piece subtitled The Liberal Delusions That Provoked Putin argues that NATO enlargement and Western meddling in Ukrainian politics and not Russian aggression are to blame for Crimea's ascension to, to Russia. Yeah, man, this is nothing new. They're just plugging in more of their shit, man. Fucking, you can go read, man. Ukraine has total dominance over U.S., says Trump. (laughs) Right? Look, man. What sells the best is fear and conflict. That's what sells the best, man. And all you need is a... (laughs) Is a strong male figure, right? <laughs> to come in, but Trump doesn't have the Trump doesn't have the voice. He 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 doesn't have the voice, man. Anyways, the ex president suggested Kiev might actually be behind the Nord Stream pipeline blast as well. I mean, just look at fucking Zelensky, man. He 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 went from stripping with his boy band. To playing the piano with his dick, right? To to now what? <sighs> trying to look like a like a fucking even his voice. He'll try to talk all husky and rough, right? Because you got to put up an image, right? Because it's all about the image. Like I keep saying, you have to put a strong image with a deep husky voice, right? That's all it is. Because that's how you sell fear. So then you have daddy over here who can tell you. <laughs> oh my god, man. It's Sunday school, man. Fuck it, it's Sunday school. Fuck it, it's... It's, <sighs> it's a puppet show, man. That's how they're still doing it. It's a fucking puppet. Okay. Ukraine has asserted total dominance over the U.S., former President Donald Trump said Friday during an interview with Glenn Beck. The ex-president also suggested that Kiev might be the real culprit behind the destruction 
of Russia's Nord Stream pipelines last October. Commenting on the recent report by veteran American journalist Seymour Hersh, who suggested the pipelines were targeted by Washington in a clandestine operation ordered directly by President Joe Biden, Trump did not rule out U.S. involvement but rubbished allegations that Moscow destroyed the installation itself. Well, it could have been us, and it could have been Ukraine, and it could have been some third-party country that wants to see trouble. The one group it wasn't is Russia. This is a main source of massive income for them. They didn't blow it up to make a point. They didn't blow it up to make a point. That's the one thing I can tell you for sure, Trump stated, adding that everything gets blamed on Russia by the sick people. <laughs> Look, maybe Trump is on the people's side, or at least, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't... I You can't tell anything anymore, man. It's, just, it's all fucking TV. It's all on TV, man. The U.S. might have been working in conjunction with Ukraine to target the pipelines, the ex-president suggested, since Kiev has already asserted total dominance over Washington. We've given them probably $150 billion, and Europe has given them almost nothing, he added. <laughs> oh my god. These guys are gonna fucking milk Europe dry, man. Earlier this week, Trump, who is seeking to get elected back into the White House in 2024. Look, man, this, this doesn't end. This, this shit just doesn't end, man. Oh, my goodness. This shit just doesn't end. Already vowed to end the Ukraine conflict within hours. Should he make it to the office again? Yeah, yeah, more promises. Fucking, why? what is it with... Look, man, politicians are pimps. We're all their sluts, man. We are all their hoes. You believe their story? That's it. That they got you. Fucking now, bend over. Like, like we're still fuck me, man. And there's still people who believe that Trump will save America. <laughs> fuck it. Trump loves China. These people, man. You can sell them anything, man. Fuck it. Okay. I would I would literally start calling, not from the day I took over, but from the night I won, he told a campaign rally in Florida this week. That's what I'm saying, man. Fuck it. We're all cows in America. The politicians are all the milkers, man. They're like, okay, let's go milk this one. She looks pretty plump. The ex-president has also blamed the warmongers in America last... The ex-president has also blamed the warmongers... And America last globalists entrenched at the State Department, the Pentagon, and the National Security Industrial Complex for pushing the hostilities forward. I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and so-called diplomats who only knew how to get us into conflicts, he said in a campaign video released Tuesday. Well, Trump always liked Russia, so maybe if he does win, he can get America making good win-win deals with the rest of the wor world, with working with the Belt and Road, the new Silk Road 2.0, so that everybody can fucking 
be prosperous. That's what we want. Everybody to be prosperous. The Lion King, when fucking Simba comes back and restores order. The way nature is supposed to work. Right? Maybe. Hopefully. You can only hope, man. <laughs> like, shit. You can only hope. But at the end of the day, hope is an image, man. It's, it's, you have to... Look, if you want something, you have to go make shit happen, right? It's not going to happen by itself. Just go try to make a short film. <laughs> Just go make a short film. You, you think the actors are going to come out of nowhere? You think the script is going to write itself? You think... You think the schedule is going to make itself? You think the... <laughs> Just make, go make a short film. You have to make shit happen. You're the director of your own fucking picture, man. Right? So what's the big picture we're we're all trying to fucking see here? All us monkeys just want to be able to have our own trees in this jungle that we that we all share, right? Europe. We're all sh- we're all sharing this jungle, Mister Pope. That's all the patriarchy is: is land ownership. That's all it is. That's how fucking simple it is. There ain't nothing else to it. Who owns the land? That's all the patriarchy is. That's all it is. There's nothing else to it. Pope owns a lot of land across this world. Is all I'm saying. Okay, and. Did he get all that through Jesus? (laughs) Through the love of Jesus? Huh, Pope? Did Did you get to amass all this land around the world through the love of Jesus? Look, man, it's 2023. Everybody's done with Sunday school stories and puppet shows. Okay, we got... We got fucking... James Cameron now, okay? <laughs> we got JC G- James Cameron now to to show us stories in fucking in, in in a different reality now. Cuz that's all it is, man. You you all look, when we look at ourselves, our reflection in our mirror, we don't like it because we think we are that image. When in reality, you're a cartoon. (laughs) You're a cartoon. You can only see your own reflection in somebody else's eyes. Never through your own eyes. Genius, monkey, the mirror is not reality. The mirror is not how other people even see you. The mirror is a reflection of the mind. That's all it is. The mirror image is a reflection of your mind. That's why when you watch movies or cartoons or whatever. All you're doing is projecting that image of yourself in that character or whatever. And experiencing the story in that reality. That's all that is happening. 
We are afraid of our own reflections, man. Like when an animal sees its own reflection in a mirror with the you know those videos where look at the reaction of animals when the by the, of themselves in the mirror. I mean, it's like the first reaction is they jump, motherfuckers. They try to attack the image, right? Yeah, because we cannot stand anything that looks like us. Because we want to be the only us, right? We don't want anybody else looking like us. I want to be the only me. It's like when you go somewhere, let's say, let's say you go out and you see somebody else wear the same whatever, you're like, ah, shit. Why? Why do we do that? Because everybody wants their own part to play in this story, man. That's all it is. That's all it is. What what they've what they've uh, accomplished doing with this false social media shit is that in reality you will in reality you would only know the people you physically go and like meet back in the day, right? In a town or villages, in communities no no bigger than a hundred or hundred fifty or two hundred people. So everybody kind of had a role to play, and anybody who didn't play their role either got sent out of the community, into the jungle, right? Outside the city walls. I mean, it's very simple, man. We are psyche. We are literally projecting our own inner psyche outwards, and everybody has a part to play. And when these people don't play those parts, we get confused, <laughs> Right? <laughs> and, and we're like in in a, in a dilemma because the story don't make sense because the images are supposed to be lined up in this order because this is the story in this photo album right I mean even archaeology that's basically what we're doing we're finding little fragments of remains of here and there images basically and then we're going to try to put this picture together but we all know the picture is a lot more complicated than what than what uh, we would like it to be right there's lots of things you can't express with pictures or words or whatever right it's like it's not that it's not <laughs> it's it's that simple and also not that simple it's it's just that's what i keep saying i can't tell if this is happening real time or if this was already all scripted and it's just playing out. And what's the difference? Well, one is we don't know what's going to happen. And one is we do know and everything's going according to plan. And that's basically the life of Pi, right? I mean, what is, what is a story? The animals aren't telling stories to each other. It's only humans that tell stories to each other. What, what is a story? A story is an image. It's an image in your head. This is what I believe is happening. That's what a story is. An image in your head. Now when that image in your head doesn't align with real, reality outside. That's when monkey starts crying, right? That's when monkey gets depressed and all this shit, right? So then you go through this inner journey where you basically die and get reborn. Basically, that's what's happening. Your image of your inner world is also updating. Or you're learning from it. You're, you're diving into the waters, bringing back up 
Treasure. From where? From your, from inside you, dummy. <laughs> where do all these images come from? From inside you. In your head. They come from inside you, right? Everything you fucking see in this outside world. Where did the idea come from, monkey? Came from inside you. Right? That's all it is. We hold all the images, all the ideas all the fucking gold we have inside us. The gold on the outside is just a reflection. Is this, what are you going to do with it? Can you eat it? <laughs> Can you eat it? I mean, yeah, some uh, some sweets in India, they put the gold dust or gold... Uh, 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 um, what do you call those? Uh, papers on it, right? Anyways... Point is, anything that has value is because you give it value. If 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 it wasn't valuable to you, well, then maybe the animals. But I'm. But point is, something. The subject has to give the object value, so that the subject can exist. Don't you see it? Anyways, it's a two-way process, man. It's a two-way process, man. Be water, then you'll understand. All right, peace, monkey, peace.